0: Hello, I'm Robert T. Smith, host of Support Your Local Podcast. I want to take a moment to remind you to hit that fast-forward button. That is, unless you want to hear about something good being done. Anyone who knows me knows that I love bowling. In 2016, I founded the Smith Family Bowling Scholarship Foundation, intended to honor my father's hard work and dedication to community service and award scholarships to youth bowlers throughout the nation. To date, we've awarded well over $15,000 in scholarships, If you are a bowler, know a bowler, have ever seen a bowler, or heard about anyone who has ever seen a video of a bowler, I'd love for you to help promote the SFBSF and its mission. Please go to sfbsf.com and see what we're all about. While you're there, please consider hitting that donate button and helping us make a brighter future for our youth. Again, that's sfbsf.com. Thank you for your time. And this episode is brought to you by Die Real Estate and Land Company. They are the real estate agents based in Northwest Ohio that are the go-to company for people who enjoy the rural lifestyle and are looking to buy and sell some property. The whole team is amazing. I've used them in the past. Uh, I'm partial to Jaylene myself for obvious reasons, but uh, they're all there for you whenever you need them. If you're in the market, just drop them a line at info at direalestate.com. That's info at dye real And don't forget to tell them. Support your local podcast sent you. <laughs> I now declare the Quick Draw competition open. Yeah. Yeah. Howdy, everyone. Pull up a chair, kick up your boots, and take a sip on a nice cold whiskey. It's the Quick and the Pod, the Season 2 episodes of the Support Your Local Podcast show. This time where we take a look at the 1995 Western classic, The Quick and the Dead by Sam Raimi. I am your host, as always, Robert T. Smith, coming to you from beautiful Tombstone. Yes, that one. Today we're going to take a look at Chapter 13, Dinner Invitation. I want to start off first by saying that uh, one, uh, Mr. Black, was uh, supposed to be joining us today for this chapter. Unfortunately, uh, due to issues on my side, uh, a lot of life kind of being thrown at me all at once, I was not able to get Mr. Black onto this episode. Um, Hopefully we can catch up on a later one, but uh, I I will do my best to try to uh, get through what is uh, definitely a pivotal scene in in this movie. We, we start our chapter with Sharon Stone walking through the door into her room, and uh, with a, just a quick little peek behind the curtain, I'm, uh, I'm starting to notice a pattern. So I'm writing my notes for several of these chapters at a time, and I, I've noticed that I didn't have to delete that first line saying, we start our chapter with Stone walking through the door on about five or six of them so far so uh apparently that is kind of the the cue that Sam Raimi has for the start of each of our chapters is okay let's start this chapter with Sharon going through a door okay the next chapter we're going to have Sharon going through a door uh just neat little thing that you see a a pattern that um you'll you'll see only when you're you're kind of doing things in the format that we're doing um so she's, she's walked through her room door, the saloon door. It's literally just something that you only see when you're breaking it down chapter by chapter uh, and trying to do it sitting down all at once. But anyways, she looks around the room as if something is a bit off. And she finds a letter sealed sitting there. Uh, she opens it to find that she's been invited to dinner tonight by John Herod. And I am jealous of the the beautiful handwriting on the letter, Um, having the script writing that uh, could rival any doctor's prescription, I I promise you. Um, But uh, just uh, interesting that uh, a a grizzled gunfighter like Mr. Herod would would have such uh, penmanship. So I wonder if maybe one of his servants wrote the letter for him um, or if this is just a, a talent of his own. a a soft guitar song begins to play as she throws the invitation uh, a dress and a a small derringer gun on the bed Uh, apparently she's going to accept this invitation but perhaps she's going to use the opportunity to her advantage we're 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 going to assume from the dreams that she had earlier on that she just may be the little girl and maybe herod had something to do with uh, something bad happening to our poor L- Lieutenant Dan, whoever whoever he may be to her. We we get a beautiful shot of the mountains and the, the setting sun, and I, I can tell you something that uh, anyone that follows me personally on social media knows, shots like this, while beautiful because of the cinema, cinema photography, why did I write this word that I know I damn well can't say? cinematographer are 10 times more breathtaking in real life out here in Arizona. Um, you know, I'm, I'm constantly uploading photos of the the mountains and what I like to call the cotton candy sky out here. And, and that's just on my little old iPhone with, with no real, uh, photography skill coming coming from myself but um the pictures just can't do it justice you you kind of have to see them in real life to to fully appreciate it it is it's now nighttime and the lady uh dressed up in a dress and shawl is, is walking past the fountain and the fountain's lit with numerous candles she's she's approaching herod's house uh completely lit from the from the inside we cut to court and he's still handcuffed and he's struggling to reach a glass of water that is just out of reach. Um, it's a nice little bit of evil on the part of Herod and his men. Uh, you can picture Ratsy out there with a yardstick trying to, to figure out just how far the chains will allow the preacher to reach and then setting the glass just a a little bit farther. You, you, you wonder how many times it took him to get it right. So did, did Ratsy wake up every morning to find an empty glass and say, well, shit, and, and and have to put it a little bit farther? I mean, I'm assuming Ratsy isn't a mathematical genius, question mark. Uh, but, I, I, you know, as always, I could be wrong. Sharon Stone stops in front of the preacher and, uh, looking amazing, I, I must say, she, uh, he, asked, or excuse me, he asked, if the the preacher she asked if the preacher was thirsty looking at this shot in today's eyes it's funny to think of how the term thirst trap has uh come to be and here's someone looking like sharon stone all uh prettied up asking the preacher if he's thirsty but uh um, you know hey maybe that's just me being a dirty-minded man we'll we'll, we'll see um Russell Crowe tells her that uh, she didn't have to get all dressed up just for him, to which she replies that she, in fact, didn't. He then makes the mistake of outright slut-shaming her. He says last night, uh, the kid, and then this night, Herod, you're uh, you're a busy woman, and uh, any man you're not interested in. And she, of course, gets offended and says, yes, you, uh, she turns and leaves, rightfully so. I I have to comment on the fact that Sharon Stone has uh, great hatred in her eyes at that point. She she plays pissed off very well, um, one that you, you definitely see in, like, Casino and a few other movies, but uh, definitely do not want to get the, the Sharon Stone glare uh, directed towards me. Russell Crowe looks at her leaving and then licking his lips, I assume at the prospect of the water, but hey could have been for her uh he gets back to trying to get to the glass and he finally gets the tips of his fingers to it and accidentally knocks it over spilling it out in a a nice little comedic bit um this is definitely karma here and uh at this point court and the lady have a very tenuous relationship she stormed off after hearing that he used to run with Herod, but she had saved his life previously and he gave her the tip about the clock uh, making the noise before it chimes. Um, so there's no real reason to think that she has as mean a streak as Herod and his men. So had he just kept his mouth shut, he probably would have gotten her to give him the water. But uh, alas, instead, uh, he has to say what he says, and uh, he is definitely not the uh, the, the brightest bulb for, uh, for doing so. As Sharon Stone approaches the porch, three of his guards approach her and they they do a quick pat down not finding anything Um, which the poofiness of the dress I kind of wonder you know what you know what would they be able to uh, feel in in that case because uh, spoiler um, something does come of this. Herod is on the porch and he's wearing what I assume is a shawl of his own but it looks like he pulled the rug off the floor and threw it over his shoulders. Um, so, I, yeah, it's just an interesting pattern. It looks like a very thick material. Um, looks like something that my, my parents would have as a, as a kitchen rug. Herod says that the, uh, the lady may not see the similarities between them, but they are both winners. And she must be shining with happiness from winning and surviving today. But he doesn't do it for the fun. The uh the, the town is full of horrible people that would kill him any chance that they got. And he does this contest so that he can get to the best of them. And he does the contest so he can get some of the best of them out of his way. The uh the opportunity to face his attackers gives him a bit of ease from being worried about being shot in the back, which hey I mean, let's be honest, that's that's pretty smart. Um, you know, you're know, you not guaranteed a one-on-one, face-to-face confrontation on your terms, so why not make it your terms? I, I, I dig that. It's, it's an interesting dynamic between the two of them. She's, she is a competitor in the tournament, along with Herod, so there is conceivably a time where they would have to face each other, and potentially to one of their deaths. Herod just doesn't strike me as the type that would only wing somebody. So is he trying to get with her before it's too late and she's dead? Question mark. But uh, alas, we end the chapter with Herod asking the lady to entrez vous and walking towards the door, yet another door that uh, we could potentially start our next chapter with. Uh, That's the through line of the movie and I haven't seen it elsewhere on the internet describing it. So I am staking my claim right now. The quick and the dead, dot, 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 a series of doors. But until we meet again, folks, I appreciate your time. Uh, if you haven't already, please check us out on social media. We are Support Your Local Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback, anything like that, uh, you can always hit us up at sup, S-U-P-P, your local podcast, at gmail.com. Uh, rate and review us on any of your podcatchers wherever you are listening to us from Uh, it does a great deal of help for us and it's absolutely free Uh, but until we meet again folks for chapter 14 we are halfway through this movie Uh, take care i love you but as always please 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 support your local podcast